Greetings and welcome to Asbeth Coast to Ghost. I am Chris, your host for the week, while the charismatic host fulfills his day job commitments. Joining me this week is my headache-inducing co-host, Kevin. Hello. Last week we spoke about speculation around World of Warcraft and Gamescon, and this week we'll be talking about Pre-Patch 101, How to Fail in 8.0. Insert wedding musical reference by Garvel here, straight into the show. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. Just a little tired and a little stressed, but I'm good. <clears throat> How was your week? Tell us what you've been doing. Well, obviously, I'm gearing up for my big move to Texas, uh, which is occurring very shortly. Um, so that's been very stressful and headache-inducing. So I'm inducing headaches even on myself. Um I've been doing some WoW Mythic Plus raiding. We took our guild leader through a Mythic Plus dungeon for the first time this week. Do you believe it? Wait, Seraphis has never done a Mythic Plus? Correct. Again, do you believe it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't believe it. We narrowly got him his plus 15, but unfortunately we missed it by probably about five seconds. So. Uh, that was a thing. Um, and I've been doing some garrison fishing. I went back. Actually, one of my guild members, G. Lu, came with me and we did some garrison fishing. We got about 12 people to join an old garrison fishing raid to try to get our turtle mounts. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get any, but it was still fun and, uh, you know, good times. Um, the mats for those old garrison fishing missions are actually still going for a decent price on the auction house, and I was able to make probably over 5,000 gold just from selling them this week, so that was cool. Fantastic. Yeah. I was shocked and happy at the same time. Anything else? Um, also played a bunch of Heroes of the Storm. Um, a friend of the show, Mr. Nash Taters, was not here this week, so that was kind of... I was bummed about that, but... Uh, did get some games in with a uh, friend of the show, Vincent Minucci, uh, Mr. Rillandoon. And that was fun. And, and he gets angry and type stuff like always. And, you know, that that's always a blast. But uh, that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, yeah, what have you been doing? We're all starting to get back in a while. Um, and my European mm-hmm. guilds are doing five man mythics. We're uh, leveling alts. We're getting people's characters up so they're ready to do a little bit of raiding to kind of practice out their classes before we actually jump into the leveling on the 13th, 14th of next month. Um, what else I do? Here's the storm. The new season kicked off. Uh, yeah. done, a co- done a couple of games uh, it's still in placements at the moment uh, for Team League uh, we're going 2-2 two and two currently uh, so that's kind of mm. shitty but we've had really bad team comps and quite a few Ruskies just not not listening, it's very frustrating what's a Rusky? Russians oh okay. <laughs> um, yeah it's been it's it's been a roller coaster this season. Even though we've only done four four games, it's a fucking roller coaster. Um, but I'm hopeful. I ended uh, plant one last season, so I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, Gavril is adamant that my diamond days are behind me, but I I have faith. I have faith. 
Yeah, I'm worried about the new expansion of WoW taking up the majority of my time, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to play so much Heroes as I've been doing now. I don't know, I'll still be playing Heroes. I'll still be doing Heroes. <laughs> I have no doubt that I'll still be doing Heroes every now and then. I love I Heroes might too be, much. I might be less tilted if I play some um, Heroes here and there Kevin, you get more tilted when you play Heroes. <laughs> I do. I get, I get animated when I play Heroes. You shouldn't be allowed to play mobas. You get so angry. <laughs> there's, I think there's moments for higher highs and lower lows in Heroes than well. Um, eh, I think there's, I think in WoW there's moments of overwhelming and just long downs, and then there's that like completely unadulterated high that you'll get when you finally get something down. I think like a final raid boss. Yeah, I think if you're a raider, there's more likelihood of being longer periods of down than there are periods of being happy. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Is is but the several is weeks of it. hitting your face against a wall worth it when you finally kill yes, Argus? Yes, because um, <laughs> I, I will always go back to the time we killed Arthas. Well over 400 tries and killed it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. <laughs> okay. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. I've done so much Dungeons and Dragons, like it's insane. Um, but Chris isn't here for me to nerd out with, so I'll have to wait until he returns. <laughs> I'll just say that I'm glad that you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's fun. <laughs> it seems to be bringing you a lot of joy. So I've purchased eleven sets of dice <laughs> this week, and they should be here next week. And how many do you need to play Dungeons and Dragons? You only need one, but you need <laughs> so many just to have. Don't argue okay. with that logic. Okay. Any, I'm assuming that most people need anywhere between one and eleven. Well, you need no. You need one set, which is seven dice. You got a d4, a d6, a d8, a d10, a d12, and a d20. But you only need one set. But you need okay. all the sets. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a collector's problem. You're just jealous. Uh, shall we move yeah. on to lesser feedback? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, we didn't get anything on Gmail, but we did get something on Twitter. Uh, at the art guy plays, uh, Crashbang on Twitter says, When Chris says he's pushing 30, I laughed. You know what? I am pushing 30. It's a fact. And you know what? I have no doubt when you were pushing 30, you were like, God, I'm pushing 30. Oh, God. You know? So. Yeah. Until you actually turn 30 and you're like, oh, this is much better than 20. What was I thinking? Yeah. Aaron, when, 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 just because you're, you know, pushing 100, I'm saying this to my DM, by Mm. the way, so I'm going to die tonight. Just because you're pushing 100, don't, don't, don't mean, you know. I'm gonna die tonight. <laughs> I'll definitely I'll, I'll save releasing the show until after your D and D session. So thank that... you, dear. <laughs> so at least it's next week I die. There uh, you go. Um, let's move on to Elby's corner. <laughs> so Elby posted some videos in Elby's corner from a dude named Preach who does Preach some. Gaming. Can you explain Preach Gaming to me? Because I'm not familiar with this guy. Preach is. Uh... Preach is, is a former hardcore raider who still does relatively high-end stuff that is just a 
vanilla player, classic player, you know, someone who knows the game through and through. And he's a YouTuber that does a lot of videos, does a lot of funny stuff, and just uh, is one of those people that w- tries to make sure people are well informed. Uh, he's also okay. a giant asshole, but I love him. He's great. <laughs> he is fantastic. We're all assholes. Right. So, yeah, he was talking about Azerite armor in this video and how it's different than artifact weapons. Um, LB's point here is that we're losing the character progression of doing Azerite or artifact weapons, but we're keeping the grind because we have to grind for the Azerite to empower the Azerite armor. So, you know, the fun for him was not in the grind. The fun was in being able to make your, your character more powerful by, I'm assuming, the different artifact weapon traits. So, you know, by losing that, uh, what I'm assuming LB is saying here is that he thinks it's not going to be as fun. LB, we were talking about this um, before the show started. Um, I personally didn't like the artifact system. And I don't, I've, I've been playing with the Azerite system for a couple of months now. I don't like the Azerite system. I don't think we need this kind of a system in place. I think it's just a kind of a waste of time. Um, because, Which we'll talk about more in a future show, I'm yes, sure. I have no doubt. Because, but the main, the main reason is that I, with the artifact system, to me, there was no real sense of like an actual path because you got everything anyway the only thing you got to really choose was three traits that came in your relic everything else you got anyway there was no actual choice there for me and that kind of is what made it less of a i just don't really care about this system well in a in a way it's going to be more choice because you didn't have a choice of what you picked for your artifact weapon you just basically tried to fill it up as quickly as you could now you'll have a choice but from what you said you know yeah, it's not really earlier, a choice because some of the traits are shit yeah so with the azurite system they're bringing back what the old talent system was fantastic for the illusion of choice um mm. This is this ta- on the uh, on so there's three rings of talents. You get to pick one on each ring. The first ring you get is one for one spec, one for another spec, and for demon hunters, if you only have the two spec, it's just a random one. Um, uh, for other classes, there'll be one for each spec. So you can only really pick the one that's good for the spec you're using. For demon hunters, there's one that's garbage, and then one that's good for your spec. So there's no mm. real choice there. Can you respec it or no? Yes, and it costs money and you have to go to a vendor to do it. That's dumb. Um the second ring, one that's good for, one that's relatively good, one that's ma- one that's mathematically good, one that's mathematically garbage. If you're a raider, you're going to take the one that's mathematically good. There's no real choice there. And then on the third tier, there's no choice. It's just you click it and you get 5x dry level on the item. Blizzard are returning to the illusion of choice, people. It's what you wanted with the with the old talent systems coming back. Remember? Well, I guess the choice would be <laughs> to pick a different piece of Azerite armor that hopefully has different traits on it, right? Yeah, but you're still always going to have that choice of that that the illusion of that choice based on this one's for so use priest, for example. This one's for shadow. This one's for discipline. This one's for holy on the first tier. Okay, I'm a holy priest. Like the holy one. Second so, tier. <laughs> w- won't 
this system be more kind of changeable if Blizzard decides halfway through the expansion that they need to kind of swap out what kind of talents they're putting on these I hope Azerite they swap armor. out the talents and let us actually have an actual choice. That'd hmm. be great. Yeah, like if, I mean, that's, that's the only thing we can tier, really think of. If everything on the first tier was for... I'm a Vengeance Demon Earth. If everything on the first tier was for Vengeance, then I'd be happy with the system as a whole because there's an actual choice to make. Something that I get to choose about my character that defines either how I play or what gets boosted or what... What, or what becomes more u- uh, u- utilized, it's a choice I get to make. There is no choice in the current Azerite system. You pick the one for your spec, mm. you pick the one that's mathematically better, and then you click a button. That's the three choices you'd have to do with the Azerite system. Mm. Okay, well, you know, hopefully they take some of our feedback and they look at what people are picking, and if everyone's picking the same talent across the board, they can create new armor to come out later that has better choices on each of the tiers like i mean that would have been nice for the the artifact weapon if they had a way to kind of halfway through the expansion review it and say hey we need to change this or change that so maybe this gives them a better opportunity to iterate throughout the expansion and give us something better in the future hopefully because and i i think if they want a system that works as a progression system for end game they need it they need to look at it Mm mm-hmm Okay, um, did we have anything in Discord over the past few weeks that people were talking about? Apparently no one loves us. <laughs> there was a lot of people complaining that you needed to read the book, Chris. I know, I know. I, I need to read the book. I'm aware of this. I'm working on it. I've been working like a nutter the last two weeks. I do have like a little bit of time this week, so I might actually want to finish it. So, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should have done a straw poll for who the next leader of the Horde and Alliance should be. Because, um... I think all of us yeah, would that, say that Lord was strongly Tomorrow, debated. All of us should say Lord Tomorrow, though. <laughs> all right. Um, Shout-outs this... This week went to the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Sweden, and Germany. Thanks for listening to the show. We love you. European dominance. (laughs) Let's move on to news this week, shall we? Um, So we have a big thing for World of Warcraft. The pre-patch for World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth will be going live on the 17th in the U.S. and the 18th in the European region. Um, there is a full patch preview uh, available. Uh, uh, can't English commentated by uh, the amazing lore, the community manager for World of Warcraft. Uh, it is on a moment champion. We will have a full link to it in our show notes. Uh, but we will go on to discuss the actual uh, patch preview and the survival guide uh, later as we uh, move into the topic. Um. Yep. They also did a preview for the uh, community section. Uh, I think this is the okay. second or third preview they've done. Uh, but it's another preview. Uh, <laughs> uh, just going into more details on what the system actually does, how it's pretty much the same as the Battle.net social system, uh, but integrated specifically for World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, and it's it's interesting, the screenshot that they showed, because it has like both the um, World of Warcraft communities and Blizzard groups on the same screen, and it says like, 
if you want to do a world of warcraft community that's great for like in-game friends but like blizzard groups are great for like cross-game friends so yes it's trying to direct people in their correct direction if they you know depending on who they want to talk to so i thought that was interesting but it doesn't really explain much about what they are and how they work and a bunch of generalized information it's uh, because we know how they work they work the exact same as the was the social groups on the battle launcher that's literally how they work yeah i'm mostly excited for like the quick join functionality if i find some community groups that are cool or interesting like mythic plus groups or you know groups based on region um so yeah uh, do you want to talk about Hearthstone? Because I know nothing about Hearthstone. Okay, uh, I don't know much about this either, but there was a new expansion for Hearthstone that was announced and dropped. They have an announcement trailer video. Um, the expansion is going to be called The Boomsday Project, uh, prominently featuring Dr. Boom, um, which is like some kind of an old car that you can't even play in the game without doing wild these days. Um, yeah, but Dr. Boom's like a big Warcraft figure. Everyone knows Dr. Boom. Okay. If you say so, Chris. Um, they also released, in conjunction with this announcement video, a cartoon called Boom Labs Part 1. I was a little bit taken back by this. It it seemed a little awkward to me. Did you watch this Did video? You know, like, or? Uh, I thought it was adorable. I'm just like... Why are they moving into the children cartoon space? Because they're just trying to promote their new expansion that just got announced. Um, this is free media, free promotion. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's going to be two pre-purchased things that you can buy right now. One of them is 50 the Boomsday Project card packs. And then the second is a mega bundle with, for 80 packs worth of cards yay if you get the 50 cards you'll get one random gold the boomsday project legendary card and mecha jaraxxus card back he's a warlock hero he's not a card back mecha jaraxxus is a hero oh the the that's weird it says the mecha jaraxxus card back there's a Mecha Jaraxxus card and back a card and back? a new Warlock hero that is Mecha Jaraxxus. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Cool. Mecha Jaraxxus, Eridar Lord of the Mecha Bundle. <laughs> yeah, so you have to buy the Mega Bundle if you want to get the Warlock hero Mecha Jaraxxus. That's what they're gating it behind. Well, it's because so, you're getting the bundle, but you're is purchasing a hero as well. So it's, gotcha. it's, not, it's not just the bundle you're getting, you're getting a, bun- you're getting a hero with it. That's interesting. I, I don't know if it's worth I think it's eighty dollars US versus fifty. Um, well you're essentially so, getting the you're getting mm. the the hero for free, essentially. If it's if it's eighty dollars US for the eighty card bundle, then it's a dollar for a pack, and then you're getting Jaraxxus for free at that point then. So it's it's not a bad deal. How much no, do that's a good that's a good how deal? How much do they cost normally? Usually about fifteen dollars, something like that. Well, a lot of there's only like three on there that you can purchase. The rest are like you do this and you get this. A rewards for some kind of a yeah. quest. The majority, they, I think they learned quite quickly. Yeah, let's not sell them. Let's just give them them. 
I learned cool. that pretty quickly. Yeah, so it's fifty dollars or eighty dollars. So, you know, the, I mean, from what Gavril tells us, um, doing the pre-purchase is actually a a good deal in terms of you, if you yeah, want to get a lot of the new cards. You get a lot of card packs. Either you can either look at it as you're getting discounted packs or you're getting packs at the normal price plus these ones for free. Mm -hmm. So it does work out a lot cheaper to buy a bun the bundle of packs than it does actually buying individual packs. I mean, packs are not... What What are they normally? Like three bucks a pack instead like of one dollar? $2 a pack. Okay, two or three bucks. So it's like half price. Gotcha. You're right. essentially getting them half price with a hero uh, with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Um, the uh, War Chronicle skins and mounts are now available. War Chrome. Uh, War Chrome. I, would, I said Chronicle, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> the War Chrome skins and mounts are now available. These include skins for uh, Asmodan, Rainer, and Nazebo, as well as a awesome hog mount. They are beautiful things. You need to have, you definitely need to have a look at them. Uh, that does mean that the. Um, Alterac Pass event has concluded, so if you didn't get your mounts for that, sorry, you're out of luck. You're not going to be getting them. Uh, but these new things are all available for you to try out live on the servers just now. Um, and there are bundles that go with them as well, so there you can get them at reduced prices, or you can hopefully get them in the boxes. Mm -hmm. um, you probably won't get them in the loot box. Most likely you'll get five five shard commons that you already have. So I don't know. I got a legendary uh, Nazebo. No, not Nazebo skin. It was a. Uh, who was it? I want. It was a specialist. I got a legendary specialist skin yesterday. That's good. Out of a box, so I was like, "Yeah, that's good." I mean, I tend to get maybe one a week if I play multiple hours per week. So you can get them, but they're very, very rare. They're rare, but you'll get them because these ones aren't part of like a, an event. So it's like a map event or a quest event. So those, they'll, they'll like be sticking around event. and they'll be, like in, you'll be in the boxes. Yeah. Uh, talk about this. Talk, you want to talk about the uh, non-Blizzard news? The non-Blizzard non news is uh, for Blops, which is Black Ops 4. Um, the open beta will begin on August 11th. And if so, you pre-order, you will get access on August twelfth, uh, on August tenth. Sorry, so the day before, so you're getting early, yay. early day, early access to the to the beta. Um, Probably won't play it. Don't really care, but that I'll happened. give the open beta a try. That'll be like me determining: is it worth getting back into Call of Duty? Because I used to play it a lot when I was younger, and mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Is it worth getting back into it now that it's on the Battle.net launcher and it's easier to access and not have to worry about the Steam servers and the bullshit that's there? Plus, they're dedicated servers. I don't have to worry about servers being shit or hack servers or things like that. So, for me, it's definitely something I'm going to try. Okay, let me know how it goes. I will not try. I um, will let you know, because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and last little bit of news... Uh, BlizzCon name changes. Uh, the date has been changed uh, for you to change the details on your tickets all the way to the 20th of this month. So that's the 20th of July. Uh, if you have purchased BlizzCon tickets for someone else and still haven't changed the names for those people, 
you have up until the 20th to do it. Otherwise, you have to do it at the convention itself, the day prior or the Friday of the event. Um, and you need photo ID for yourself uh, to do that. So make sure that if you haven't done it, you get it done, people. Yep. That's all the news. That's all the news. It is a news light week uh, mm-hmm. as we build up to the pre-expansion patch and the expansion for World of Warcraft. Uh, other games are still ticking along, but let's be honest, there's never really StarCraft or Diablo news as we go through. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting for that big Diablo announcement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, hopefully BlizzCon. Maybe hopefully, even Gamescom. Hopefully Gamescom, yeah. I want to see it at Gamescom because then we can have something to talk about and then we'll get more information at BlizzCon. And then hopefully we would have something to play at BlizzCon. Exactamundo. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to the main topic. We're going to be talking about the pre-patch uh, for uh, for 8.0, which is Battle for Azeroth. We're going to be giving you what's coming in the pre-patch as well as what your path through the pre-patch should kind of should look like a little bit. Just a little bit of hints and tips about how to survive a pre-patch. And to be very clear, this is not a survival guide for the new expansion. This is only strictly for the pre-patch. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so let's start off. Uh, the content coming in the pre-patch for people who have lived under a rock, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you will be getting all the Battle for Azeroth class changes. Uh, so anything that has been changing changes with your class, uh, including the removal of spells, the addition of spells, uh, complete class redesign, survival hunters, I'm looking at you. Um, it will all be coming on the, I keep forgetting the date, the 17th or the 18th respectively. Um, patch notes will also be dropping on those days so you can have a look at uh, what's going on uh, for your specific class yeah I can't believe this is coming in less than a week I mean all of the class changes with the new spells and the global cooldown changes and it's crazy the much uh, debated GCD changes (laughs) yes and to be clear when you say 17th or 18th you actually mean both because the US it will be the 17th and in Europe it will be the 18th Yes, but in Europe we'll be waiting patiently while you guys have to deal with all the broken add-ons and then we get it <laughs> awesome on the 18th, nice and shiny with working add-ons. <laughs> no. Uh, Vesh, as someone who plays in Europe, I can guarantee you the pre-patch will drop on the 18th as it always does for pre-patches. The expansion will launch at the same time, but the pre-patch always comes on the Wednesday and the Tuesday for the US. Yeah. You guys are weird with a day later on the patches. We get it a day later. We always have. Yes, okay. but as a as a positive, again, we get all the working add-ons. You guys have to deal with all the shit. <laughs> you get all the bugs should... and the shit, and then it works for us, and we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> have you been checking the add-on compatibility during the beta? I mean, are people keeping stuff updated? Uh, yes, I have. I've got uh, LVI working on the beta. I've got uh, SCADA. I've got... Um, what else do I have open on the beta? I have m- most of my add-ons are functional on the beta. That's using alpha versions of the cl- of the add-ons when opening up the okay. Twitch slash Curse I mean, client. That could totally change once the actual patch releases, but it's a good sign if they're working on the beta right now. Yes, yes, it's a good sign that the develop the add-on developers have actually been on the beta, tested, got stuff working, and all that. So it's it's a good sign. It means anything that that's it's unlikely working. there's going to be. Um, what there was one that just wasn't working. Uh, don't say bag on because 
No, I don't <laughs> use Baggone. It was Adibags. Uh, Adibags, okay. Adibags wasn't working for a long time. It's kind of working now, so I think he's still working on it. Um, or she, or whoever it is, um, it's 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 in the process of working at the moment. It's a work in progress. Okay. <laughs> um, next up, what uh, for what's coming? Uh, the awaited stat and item level squish. Yay! Yay! Um, for people who are sick of seeing tanks with 12, 14 million HP, it's going away. <laughs> They're fixing it. It's not as big a fix as it could as as I would have liked it to be, but it's a fix. They've done they've done it. Um, I know for myself when I'm in the beta and I've capped out my demon hunter up to one twenty, I'm looking at one hundred and twenty five k HP. Wow! At about three hundred eye level. Okay. And I'm loving it. I'm loving that. It's still I still think it's a little high, but it's not as bad as it was. What is eye level 900 going to become? About 250. Okay. Which is pretty good because that does mean that eye level 900 up, so what becomes 250 up to what is essentially level cap is only about a 50, 50 eye level increase. Hmm. How does the stat squish affect new players to World of Warcraft? It does. Or leveling it's the same thing. classic? Uh, you Doesn't. you if if you've never if you've never experienced World of Warcraft level cap, you will not notice a difference. Okay, it might make leveling a little harder, but let's be honest, it fucking needs to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not it, it, you don't really notice it. Okay, you won't really notice it because the the big the biggest thing you need to remember is that there isn't percent wise. You're still doing the same damage you were doing, mm-hmm. percent wise. So if currently you're doing thirty percent of a boss's of a mob's health in one shot, you're still going to be doing thirty percent of that mob's health. Yeah. When the when the when the stat squish hits. Right, but basically, if you're starting from level one, you've got like two hundred and fifty levels worth of eye levels between player level one to player level one hundred and ten. So you're just yeah. gonna. It seems like you're gonna be getting oh, what, a lot. The, what they've done for the item level squish. And this is something that I find quite interesting. They've done the same as what they did with the stat squish in Warlords. So how they did the stat squish in Warlords of the every single tier progression of raiding, they got rid of those stat improvements. So they've essentially done that with Warlords of with um, the item levels as well. So the imp- the item improvement that say the last so from Tomb of Sargeras through to Antorus that increase in eye level has been wiped out. Okay, and so they've done anything that for every single raid. Yeah, so they've done that for every single raid from uh, Molten Core all the way up, and they've got mm. rid of the item level increase. So the item levels that drop during the old raids will be within that bracket of whatever that expansion is pretty much okay yeah that, i mean that sounds like they've just said here's item level like i don't know one to 60 that would be stuff that you would get during vanilla and then the next bracket the next bracket the next bracket yep okay that makes a lot of sense because i was gonna say like 
you just got to item level 300, but the new raids haven't come out. So I'm assuming that we're going to be going up to potentially... We're going to see a stat, in, a, a stat increment again, and we're going to see an item level increment again. And in two expansions time, we'll get another stat, an item level squish, and they'll do the same thing. They'll cut off that power curve that we're, that we're, that we're going to get for the next two expansions and just flatten it. Okay. And then the expansion where they do that will be where the new power grade starts. Okay. Hmm. And hopefully we're, we're not getting back up to item level 1,000 before they do we it might, again. <laughs> we might get back up to that eye level again because that's how power grades work. But the mm -hmm. fact that there, every couple expansions are cutting that power grade off and putting us back at the base level without making us, without percentage-wise and power-wise making us feel useless is pretty good. It, it's, 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 it's not a long-term fix, but it's a fix. Hmm. Yeah, and it's sustainable to continue to do this, it seems, every few years and have it work. <clears throat> All right. Um, what about our artifact weapons? Uh, artifact weapon traits and powers, other than the basic weapon trait uh, stats, are being turned off as of Battle for Azeroth pre-patch. Wow. So all that artifact power you've been grinding way too much because you really didn't have to is going away. Is that going to be immediate or is there like the a, second is it, it triggered? The second it drops, that's it. Okay. You've already triggered that. When, when you did the cutscene and the quest in Silithus with the, with the sword, that was the trigger. That's where it started. For people who haven't paid attention, when you did that, the first, when you did that, the day it drops, your artifact level, power level was about 125. Last time I checked, which was yesterday, it was at 152. Wow. So it's still going up until that little bomb that we're holding in our hands pops. Yes, we're all holding little bombs in our hands. Pretty much. Mm. Let's be fucking honest. We are pretty much holding little bombs in our hands. <laughs> all right. Um, what about profession changes? I know that there are some profession changes coming. Um, profession changes? Yes. Uh, first aid is going away. So, again, if you spent a lot of time this expansion to, to level it up, sorry. <laughs> uh, make sure if you haven't already and you want them, get the first aid uh, achievements because they will be going away as well. Um, they will be turned into feats of strength uh, upon the drop of the pre-patch. Now, first aid isn't entirely going away. The profession itself is being removed, but the reward, the items you can make from it are being moved into tailoring for bandages and alchemy for everything else, respectively. So if you do use first aid for things like arena, make sure you have a friend who is a tailor. Yep. Because you need them. <laughs> I mean, um, the other the other thing, because this change is going into effect, some professions that you can level from like one to max through either Warlords or Drainer or Legion, like profession stuff, now's a good time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another change that is happening with the professions is that each expansion recipe are being split. So um, you've got uh, Vanilla, Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Mists of Pandaria, Warlords of Draenor, Legion, and then Battle for Azeroth. Those will be your eight categories for professions 
you'll be able to level each of those independently and get recipes from those uh, expansions independently. You no longer need to start at level one and work your way up through to the very end. Mm -hmm. If you just want to prioritize Battle for Azeroth uh, tailoring and enchanting, you can. You don't have to worry about leveling it from one all the way up anymore. How is that going to work if you've already leveled it to max? From what it looks like, they're just going to split it, and if you've already maxed out, you're maxed out each of those. That's awesome. Okay. <clears throat> That's what it looks like anyway. Um, we're going to have to really just wait until it goes live just to make sure because mm. any, anything that's on the PTR or on the beta always subject to change until it hits the live servers. Gotcha. Now, um, you're only going to be able to level that expansion with recipes from that expansion. Is that correct? Yes. So if you're trying to level Legion stuff, you need to be using content. That, uh, you need to be using materials that you got on the Broken Isles. If you're mm. trying to level uh, vanilla stuff, you need to... Uh, utilize materials that you earn on Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor, not including the Cataclysm Zones, the four mm -hmm. Cataclysm Zones. So do you think that this is going to cause those the value of crafting materials from old expansions to go up? The materials, uh, the materials have always been very expensive. Hmm. They've always been very expensive. Yeah. Um, especially the older stuff because people can't be bothered going back and farming them. People who right. do go back and do it. And make money. <laughs> Lots of money. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see how that affects the economy if it does so at all. Um, or if, because like, I thought that that kind of went away when you had the opportunity to level from like one to six or seven hundred through Warlords of Draenor and then through Legion, you could start from scratch and level up with just just mats from that expansion. So it's going to be interesting how this changes that. I do want to quickly comment on something that Vish has put in our chat, because uh, we have a live audience. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. You're wonderful. Um, hmm. uh, just the, the, So they're essentially rolling back uh, changes on professions. Once upon a time, it was that way. And then they made it where you could level using current materials in Warlords of Draenor. Yes and no. Because they are redesigning how the profession system actually works, yes, it's a rollback to the old system, but at the same time, it's it's a rollback within this new designed system. So they're yeah. rolling back so that you have to use the materials from that time, but they are redesigning on how you actually have access to those profession systems. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can level each expansion individually. So if, you don't, if you don't want to worry, if you don't care about any of the things that come out of Cataclysm enchanting because they look terrible, don't do it. Yep. Cool. All right. Exactly. There will be there will be achievements for classic professions. There will be achievements for Burning Crusade professions and all such. Yep. Exactly mm -hmm. like that, Vish. Yep. All right. Let's uh, move on to war mode and open world PvP. You mean the thing that I will never have turned off? <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, so they are introducing war mode. With that, it means that your P your cur your server that is currently a PvP server or an RP PvP server will be changing. It will be turned into a normal server. Um with that, it means that the RP servers will be RP normal and the PV and the normal and PvP servers will just be normal 
But to compensate for that, you have war mode. It lets you, if you are an Orgrimmar or Stormwind, respectively, for the Horde and Alliance, you will be able to turn on war mode. What that means is that you will be flagged for PvP and phased exclusively into a zone where you can see other people who are flagged for war mode. Um, if you don't want to deal with ganks while you're leveling, go to Orgrimmar or Stormwind and turn it off. If you do, make sure it's turned on. And if you do have it turned on, you will receive inc increased uh, XP while leveling. And if you're maxed out, you will receive increased rewards from world quests. Uh, only when you're you, at max level or only just Only if normal? you're max level. Oh, well, you need max level to get world quests. You need though. max level to get the world, world quest rewards because you need max level to get world quests. Um, also, if you have War Mode turned on, your PvP talents will be turned on at all times when in the open world. You will essentially have extra talents that you have access to whilst out in the world. That that is an interesting thing. I think playing with the war mode on and having your talents for PvP turned on at all times, that's actually a compelling argument to do war mode because it gets you familiar with using those talents. Like it I because agree. For me, it's always a chore when I go to arena and I'm like, what the hell are these other buttons that I have to start pressing? If I always have access to them, I can start kind of getting familiar with them, you know, in the open world. And then when I get to PvP, it shouldn't be such of a talent shock. And the thing with war mode is it's fixing a problem that Legion had. The biggest the biggest open world PvP problem for Legion was that it didn't exist. There was, if you were on a PvP server, unless you were in the open world in PvP combat, your PvP yep. talents didn't turn on. At a mage tower. Uh, unless you were at a mage tower. Or not, not uh, a mage tower. Uh, uh, right. One of the war towers. War towers. And you were in, or you were in actual PvP content, uh, combat, your PvP talents didn't turn off. Turn on. They were always turned off. Mm -hmm. um, which meant they were just sitting there waiting to be used. Now, if you're in open world, you're always prepared, ready to jump in and deal with someone who's trying to gank you. Plus, yeah. it encourages more open world PvP, just having access to the extra abilities. And for people who want to actually PvP all the time and deal with open world PvP, you now have the choice without having to pay for a server change. Mm. Because you'll be get you'll be zoning into the to a, a zone to a version of the game, a shard of the game, however you want to call it that has people with the same mindset of well, open world PvP is baller. Yeah. And it helps them to adjust resources, I'm assuming, from an IT perspective, because if there's not a lot of people playing uh, PvP mode, they don't have to dedicate PP PvP servers for that. Not as many. You know, like right now, you have to say, here's how many non-PvP servers, here's how many PvP servers, and you're kind of with stuck this, in that. With this change, I imagine that we're going to see more connected realms. I imagine that we're going to yeah. see more realm connections happening. Because the biggest problem with uh, the realm connections was that they, they connected PvP servers to other PvP servers. They don't exist anymore. They're all just normal servers, or they're all just RP, RP servers. So I imagine that they're going to start to connect more realms to possibly create what is known as a mega shard uh, to just where every realm is connected. If you're on an RP, if you if you want to RP, you join what an RP server, and every RP server is connected. Mm. I that's what I hope they do. Eventually, all the servers will be connected. You'll still have your individual servers. I will still be on Magtheridon, but I will be on PVE. I will be on normal Europe. 
where the server name is just a way for you to have this is my location this is my this is my server identity but i'm still connected to the game as a whole i think that's the best way for them to deal with this yeah I mean, this is also an argument to move to an RP server if you want to consistently see the same people and play with the same people every time because they're not getting connected like this, right? Well, no, no, this is this is speculation. This is what I think okay. is going to happen. Okay. Um, they they will be keeping RP servers separate. They will still be RP normal. There will there won't be any more RP PvP unless you turn war mode on. But you'll only zone into other. RP servers when you turn on war mode. You won't have people from the normal server groups playing with the people from the RP server groups unless you force a cross-zone connection with the group. Yeah. I also wish that the gamer checks in the chat, I wish you could play in the US with us. I also wish that. I wish that they didn't have to deal with this global play bullshit. <laughs> hmm. But it is what it is. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day, you never know. Yeah, maybe one day when your ping is not going to be shit playing World of Warcraft hey, on a US server. I do better than you with shit ping, bitch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, until we can play with Australians, uh, I'm not, you know, that problem is not solved. And I... finally, we'll, we'll, go to, we'll go to the very last one. Okay. Because there's last the, the last thing that's coming in the pre-patch, Legion PvP post-season. Yeah. So, it is the yeah, go for it. I mean, what they're going to do basically is have a shortened or condensed uh season of PvP and the gear that drops from that postseason event is going to be uh better than what you would normally get and hopefully help you gear up in preparation for Battle for Azeroth. And that's something that they mentioned in passing um on the uh survival video, but I thought that that was important because you know, typically in the in the pre-patch there's pve events that drop gear and help you gear up but nothing for the pvp players so this should help them as well postseason well there's usually a postseason but there's never usually rewards with it so it's nice to have rewards yeah and something for them to do that's specifically for them exactly so right Progression path for 8.0. This is what we recommend that you do in regards to uh, when patch day hits. So yeah, the if, you're, 17th if, you're the the, if you're on the Americas on the 17th, if you're in Europe on the 18th. So first thing you should do, Kevin and I, I spent five minutes trying to drill this into Kevin's head. Update your add-ons. And if there is no up-to-date version, turn them off. Alternatively, if you cannot turn them off uh, because it's something that is essential and you need to work with, update to the up use Curse or Twitch or whatever wherever you get your add-on from to update to the alpha version of that add-on. It is essential that you do this before you jump into the game because your UI will just break and you will it will be garbage. Yeah. Okay. And um yeah, that's definitely important. And I do remember to do that. It's not that I don't do that, but usually it's like I turn the game on and notice stuff's broken, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot to update my add-ons. We need to get you into the habit of opening up your Twitch client before you even log into <laughs> the game and just update your shit. We need yeah. to get you into that habit. Reload UI is your friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what this is what I re- recommend you do. Uh, log on all of your characters that are level cap. Go on to go into your bank on all of these characters and grab old crafting materials that are for uh, currently Legion that are for Legion, and sell those fuckers on the auction house because people will be using them to max out professions. Just sell, sell, sell because you ain't gonna use them again. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna need them. Just dump them. Get rid of them. Make money. <laughs> but other people are going to be doing this too, so prices might not be as good as they've been previously. I've already noticed a lot of the prices have started coming down. Prices will start going down. They usually jump back up when the pre-patch hits because people are like, oh god, I need to get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't already done it, because Vicious saying in the chat, I already done that, Chris. Like, good girl, good girl. Um, but if you haven't, Get it done when that pre-patch hits, because that's when prices will go back up, and then they will start to slowly dwindle down as the expansion gets closer. Yep. Um, why don't you do the next two? Okay, so then the first thing that you do in uh, is, and I guess you you have to do those before the pre-patch hits. I mean, update. No, you do them as the pre-patch hits, hits. Okay. because there will there will be no there will be no updates until the patch hits for your okay. add-ons, and the market won't jump up until the pre-patch hits. All right. So the first thing that you're going to do when you actually set off to play the game is playing through the main story on your main character and getting the story content done because it will be gated. And you will have to do this kind of periodically over the next four weeks. So yep. get that out of the way. So there there will be a good little chunk of gated story, including two scenarios that will be coming with the with the pre-patch. They will be gated over the next four weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then use New World Quest system to gear and progress your main. And once you get your main done, move on to your alts. Um, that is the new scenario or the new zone, or how is that going to work? As, so, um, with the with with this pre patch event, we're going to have, like I said, two scenarios as well as a questing zone. Uh, that questing zone will be Dark Shore for people who remember that lovely, lovely place from leveling. Um, you get to go back there and do some world quests now at max level. Um, this is the new Tanan Jungle. No, it's the uh, this is this it's the new. We just burnt down a tree. Let's do some stuff here. <laughs> That's <laughs> essentially what that. it is. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, we've known that since launch. Don't give me your bullshit. All right, fine. We've known so, that since the announcement. We're going back to an old zone. It's going to become open for us to do quests in it, and there's going to be new world quests that have gear drops that I'm assuming are close to where we're at now, like low 900s ish. Uh, well, everything. Oh no, I levels scaling down with the pre patch, right. so it'll be would be about between maybe what two thirty, two fifty. Okay, so I, is the point to get everyone to about two fifty before the next expansion? Is that what we're trying to hit? Well, that's what if if you want to not have to replace all your gear within like the first five quests that's where you want to be i know when i was leveling up the beta i didn't replace stuff until about what 115 because my gear was all about 950 960 okay yeah so it's just a little bit it it gives you some runway in battle for azeroth so that you're not replacing gear every time something drops which is nice plus the faster the, the better geared you are the faster you kill shit 
The faster you kill shit, the faster you'll level through the content and get to experience the story more and get to level cap quicker so you can start gearing for raids or cool. PvP, depending on what you do. Right. So after you do that on your main, you do that on your alts, and that's basically rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat till. Uh, oh, I know I'm going to do the all the story on my main at least once. Um, once you do it, usually once you do it at least once, and when then when the expansion launches, you can skip it on alts. Okay. Um, because as far as I know, the Teldrassil and the Undercity scenario will both be available even after launch, as far as I know. Don't quote me on that. I think those are both the introduction scenarios to the expansion. Hmm. Um... But I'm not. I, 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 as far as I know, they are getting rid of Darkshore. So if you do want to experience Darkshore, make sure you get that done in the pre-patch. Awesome. Any other tips or tricks or things you can think of? Just have fun. Don't rush it. Because although yes, we're saying there's going to be new story, there's going to be scenarios, there's going to be this, there's going to be that. It's not going to be enough to tide you over completely for the next four weeks. Do not rush it. Just take it slow. Have some fun. Chill and relax. Just talk to your friends while you're doing it. Just have a good time. Because if you rush this, you're going to be burnt out for the next four weeks. And you don't want to do that. Yep. Um, oh, oh yeah. You can get the you can get legendaries during pre-patch. It'll be just put in the pat in the chat. You can get legendaries in pre-patch. They have changed the vendor in Dalaran to allow you to purchase specific legendaries using the um, dust things, whatever they're called, the things that you can currently use essence. to buy the essence, whatever they're called. Yeah, you can use them to purchase specific targeted legendaries instead of individual ones. Uh, so you can still purchase them throughout the the pre patch, uh, and they don't turn off until the expansion actually hits. I wish they would have done that a little sooner, like for people who were trying to get specific artifact appearances or stuff through the mage I tower. wish they just didn't introduce this legendary system because it's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's fucking garbage and, and we don't need to see this system ever again plain and simple. Thank god. Chris, do you have any um, you know, do you want to go back and do level or uh, like mythic plus dungeons after the stat squish? Is there any interest? Like will that feel any different? Well, I know for me, I will I will still be doing my Circuit of Disappointment. I will still be doing Mythic Dungeons while we do the Stat Squish. I, I know we're going to pick up reading on Thursday uh, again to get back in the swing of things and try out our class changes. Um, yeah, just, uh, will we just playing the game like you play the game? I'm, I'm interested to see if not having the talents from the artifact weapons is going to affect Mythic Plus a lot Dungeons. Of them, a lot of them have been a lot of them have been baked into the the abilities and the ones that weren't essential to the gameplay have been just flat out removed so unless it was essential it's still it's still there okay or an equivalent has been made for it 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 will be interesting nonetheless to see how those mythic plus runs will work after the squish i'm interested to try that myself i think they'll still be running fine i think they'll still be the same as what they are just now if you outgear them, you'll just be flying through them, and if you are at the level to do them, you'll be doing them as long as you know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, I um, mean, I'm I'm excited would, for the pre-patch. The... I wonder if the stat squish will mess up any old raids or dungeons like in the past. Um, from what it looks like, because a lot of people have actually tested this on the beta, um, 
they're actually not they're actually good they're all they're all good they learned from the warlords of draenor stat squish and they've done a lot of stuff really well this time they are introducing a new loot system for legacy running specifically that's called legacy loot when you're running when you're running content that is five levels below your current level um you will automatically be swapped to legacy loot uh, and legacy loot increases your chance of drops. For, uh, will will drop more blues, greens, and purples from bosses, but will drop the same amount of stuff from trash mobs. So, at the end of the day, you will actually end up getting more items from bosses, but uh, you'll get the same as what you were getting from like uh, the trash as you go through. What about for mounts? Mounts will still be uh, at the normal drop rate. Okay. So if you're going back to do transmog, if you're going back to do transmog, then you'll get more transmog basically. But the mount chances will stay the same. Yes, but we're used to mounts being soul crushingly hard to get. Um, Why Vish is asking why are they getting rid of master loot? Because no one really uses it uses it anymore. I know personally, my raiding guild we don't use master loot anymore because it's too much of a hassle. Personal loot we especially with the fact that. Where there were loose tier items are going away, we have no incentive to ever use a system like Master Loot again. Uh, we prefer personal, we jump around with personal because it allows us to kill shit and move on. Can you switch it manually to nope, um, Master Loot? Is gone. Master Loot? No. Totally gone. Doesn't exist okay. anymore. All right, I think that is. I think that about wraps up the main topic, Chris. I would agree with that. So yeah, I'm excited to get the pre-patch stuff rolling. Um, I'm gonna have some off time as well during this, so it'll be nice to actually dig in a little bit and play some WoW and get things going. All right, how how about do that or don't do that, Chris? Do you have any for this week? Mm, other than. Don't agree to work a lot of overtime because you get no time to yourself. I've had a relatively salt-free week. Okay. Well, hopefully your bank account's happy with you. Ah. <laughs> um, I had one don't do that, and it happened this morning before I started the podcast with you. It was from playing Heroes and people yelling at each other because we were losing the game. Um. I noticed that there were two players that were going back and forth and they were like complaining about how each other were playing. And when I looked at the stat screen, I noticed both of them had died at that point seven times a piece. And I said, look, both of you shut up. You can't play the game <laughs> and quit bitching. And then, you know, promptly it was said to me like, oh, healer, you haven't been doing shit this whole game. Like, thanks for nothing. You know, was- how do you have, you know how you avoid that, Kevin? Mute everyone. Yes. I have not had to deal with drama in Heroes of the Storm because I just mute everyone. I yes. just, I've tur- I have all chat, not all chat, I have allied chat turned off and then I don't deal with their bullshit because I don't hear their bullshit. If they want to bet shit each other, let them. Yep. So that, that's my opinion. That's my uh, recommendation too is turning off allied chat. <laughs> in general in the setting screen so that it never turns on ever. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, right. Well, uh, uh, there's no guest to ask about the fight, uh, some plugs, oh, but, uh, why? 
because it's funny. Um, <laughs> that's our show this week, folks. Uh, to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is AzrothCTC. Uh, Kevin is Swingcat with a K. Um, I am Akari underscore Mag, and Gavril is Ga- Gavril underscore ET with two I's, one L. Uh, send us emails to feedback at azerothctc.com. That's feedback at azerothctc.com. For links to today's show, uh, visit our website, azerothctc.com. Send us reviews on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, all those places. We love to hear from you. We want to get some more feedback so we can have more of a conversation as we're, as we're uh, going through the show. That would be fantastic. Uh, and with that, say goodnight. Good night. Good night.